morning my friends, aloha and happy new year. I am Vagabond, also known as Vago, and I am here to tell you that travel is amazing. <laughs> and if you're not traveling somewhere, if you haven't traveled somewhere, you should travel somewhere. And I think the best first place to go, no matter what, is your own town, your own home place. Travel and see what's around you. I know people from uh, Arizona who've never seen the Grand Canyon. It's a true story. But you guys, I wanted to talk about something else, about the fact that you don't have to be rich to travel. Uh, what you do have to have is you have to have a certain amount of time and a certain amount of flexibility. Now that's really important and that's the way that mostly I've traveled because I've never had much money. Uh, I've had a little bit now and then, but for the most part, I've made the decision to focus uh, on traveling and experience in life rather than on accumulating money, which sometimes I regret and sometimes I don't because my life has been rich and filled with wonderful experiences. So I wanted to talk a little bit about how I came to Hawaii and how it didn't really require a lot of money, but it did require quite a bit of flexibility and the ability to think outside the box. I was talking with my friend Adam the other day and he mentioned that he knew a girl who has lived in Hawaii for 10 months, almost a year, without paying any rent at all. She's done, been doing work trade, she's been couch surfing, she's been you know, uh, staying with people that she met and knew and she's managed to be here for 10 months without uh, paying a single bit of rent. And I thought, man, that's really cool. And then I thought about it for a second and I realized that I came here in October of 2001 and I didn't pay rent until mid-2004. <laughs> so, so actually, she's got a ways to go to catch up with me. It's pretty amazing to think about that because Hawaii is an expensive place to live. And if I would have had to pay rent when I came here, I wouldn't have made it. And that's what I see all the time. I see people who come here. They think it's going to be paradise. And they have to pay rent. And they realize, man, paradise is too expensive. I can't even get enough money to buy the things that I want to buy in life do the things that I want to do. But what I did was was a little bit different. I mean, I came here with $100 um, and I booked into a hostel for a week and I looked for a job. And that job that I found um, wasn't a very good job, but it allowed me to you know, pay for the hostel for the four weeks I was allowed to stay there. And then I started looking for work trade situations with hostels because I saw that a lot of hostels offer you the opportunity to work, to clean rooms, to, to do maintenance, to do other things uh, in return for having a bed to sleep in at night. So I started doing work trade for these hostels and in a relatively short amount of time, I found myself in a really nice situation where I was the manager of a hostel. Um, I was the guy hiring all those work trade people and I had a nice apartment just you know a hundred steps from Waikiki and I was able to basically live for almost two years that way. After that I moved to a new hostel that was opening up on the Windward side same situation I was building it helping with it and I had free rent uh, while I did it. Then I moved to the island of Kauai. On the island of Kauai I found a hostel and of course you guessed it I did some work trade and also earned a little bit of money like helping to refurbish the building. Then I, then I decided I didn't really want to do hostels anymore and I was working at a kayak company and I asked them uh, if I got a van if I could park in the backyard right next to the beach in Kapa'a, most beautiful place I've ever lived. And they said no problem. So I found a beat up old Volkswagen van and I bought it and I moved into it and I lived right next to the beach for a year and a half, you know, without paying any rent essentially, just working, managing the kayak shop, working as a kayak guide. So 
that's a long time to go without paying rent and it's longer than most people but when you're traveling when you're seeing the world you can actually go out and find ways to do things that are different now would all that be possible today for me not really because I have a family you know I have a wife to take care of and a daughter to take care of and because of that you know I can't just go fly by night like with situations where we might be out the next day but as a single person you have a lot more flexibility when you're traveling as a family of course you've got to got to think ahead now that being said I have friends who have traveled all over the world with work trade with like four kids and they've done it and they've made it work I mean they are awesome um, that's the nomadic family my friend Gabby Claff and uh, her husband Kobe and they uh, they have done it so so it can be done the question is you know how much do you want to do it and how outside the box are you willing to think okay we'll be back in just a minute and we'll talk a little bit more about travel and ways to think outside of the box when you're traveling Hey guys, I'm back. I'm driving. No surprise. Seems like I spend half my life driving. But anyway, this is not coffee in cars with comedians. It's just me. So talking about ways that you can save a little money on accommodations while you're traveling. I mean, you don't have to be rich. Now, me personally, I like staying in hotels. When I stay in hotels, I like to stay in nice hotels where they're quiet room, uh, nice air conditioning, hopefully a nice view, uh, mini bar. I like to have a very soft bed with brand new pillows nobody else has ever used. And I like to have brand new fluffy white towels, a nice bathrobe, and ideally someone kissing my ass all the way from the ground floor up to my room at the very top. Okay, but back in reality, because that's never actually happened. And actually, I don't think I would like it, especially the ass-kissing part. But the rest of the room is pretty nice, and that kind of happened. Um, one thing that you can do is you can travel to places that aren't so expensive. I mean, if you come to Hawaii, I'm sorry, but if you're looking for a budget room in Hawaii, you're sort of out of luck because there's no such thing. You know, uh, girls like the girl I was talking about before, people like me, if you're coming here and you're trying to do work trade, that is a great way to save some money. Couch surfing, a great way to save some money. But all these things don't help you if you have a family and you're traveling. What do you do? Well, you got to be creative. The family I was talking about earlier, the uh, nomadic family, what they did was they created a blog and they traveled all over the world and they contacted hotels beforehand and they made great videos and everywhere they went they said, hey, we're coming and we're the nomadic family and we'd like to... Uh, showcase your property on our website, some free promotion. Now, did everyone say yes to them? No, most people actually said no. But the people that did say yes were smart because they're getting introduced to a brand new audience. They're getting a lot of exposure with cute kids. And here's the key, request during the off season. Nobody's gonna say yes during the busy season when every room is full with a paying customer. But if you go during the season when every customer uh, is not there, then of course you have a better chance. You know, travel is a little bit of a racket. You gotta figure out the right days to request, you gotta figure out the right season to request, and you gotta figure out the right time to go. And the right time to go is not when everyone else is going. Now, let's bring that home to Hawaii a little bit. 
what are the perfect times to come to Hawaii? Well, they're when we welcome the newlyweds and the nearly deads. That's the people without kids. So that's the shoulder season. Anytime that the kids are out of school and families are free to travel and everyone is off uh, work for the holidays, whether it's Christmas or New Year's or Easter or summer vacation, the 4th of July, uh, Thanksgiving, those are going to be the peak times, the most expensive times that you can book anything here in Hawaii. If you want to come when it's cheap, you got to pull the kids out of school for a week, find somebody who'd watch the kids for a week, or just up and move during that season and enroll the kids in school here. Those shoulder seasons, the best time to be here, October, November, before Thanksgiving, and March, April, May. That, to me, those are the ideal seasons to be here. You've got great conditions in Hawaii year-round, so why shouldn't you come when it's a little bit cheaper? Anyway, you guys, I hope to see you here in Hawaii. If you come to Hawaii, be sure to look me up. Check out vagabond.com, where I've got plenty of Oahu travel tips, and I'll see you on the road. Aloha.